Really like that big spider from the end of it could be living up in the ceiling of this joint. I was <laughs> I was over there earlier today. He, he's so Did nice. But then I came here and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he walked in. He's like, uh, don't you feel a little down when we walk in this place? I'm like, well, it's a lot of memories, but yeah. Oh, man. It's kind of like that everybody usually, you know, it's like that apartment. It's either during college or right after yeah. college where everybody throws in together, all your buddies, and you got like six dudes living in a giant house in a zip code that you would never be able to live in, afford to live in. Yep. Quentin time. On your Tuesday, it's 501 here on Fan Run Radio. I'm Russell Smith. It's time for your top five at five. Brought to you by Knoxville Smiles Baseball Balls up dos a zero on High Point as they play in the top of the second inning over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Matthew Dallas yet to surrender a hit through 29 pitches. Walked two, struck out two. Could the true freshman from Memphis be in the mix for that Sunday starter role. I want to count them out. We'll see. We'll see. Number two, Tennessee basketball, fourth-ranked volunteers facing off against number 11, Auburn. Tomorrow in a matchup of two of the top four teams in the SEC at Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. I'll give you three guesses. Who's got the play-by-play for ESPN? Uh, is it Jimmy Dykes? Yes. And Carl Ravitch? Or do they got Jimmy with somebody else? Tom Hart. Okay. Yeah, at least Tom Hart would be representing us. Man. <laughs> Big play right there, man. Man, when he goes in, that just, just wears on me a little bit. He gets on your, he gets on your skin. It's not, okay. I, I like Jimmy. I think Jimmy does a pretty good job. There's just certain times where I'm like, enough already. Who's your favorite? Dane and. Are we talking about like the guys we get them like fairly often? Yeah. What like, is your position on Bill Raftery? Love. Me too. Bill. He's my, he's probably my favorite color guy, just because he he trails off. Man to man. Yeah, he trails off into those. Is that what it is? And you're like, I don't know what he said, but man. Sounded good. I don't like bias. Bias is. Uh, oh, I can't stand having bias. He's taken uh, Coach Vitale, his his place is atop my totem pole of hatred. Tennessee, the totem pole of hatred. That's <laughs> gotta have a T-shirt. Bears totem pole <laughs> of hatred. <laughs> so the the most hated is at the top. Yeah, but it, it's not Jay Bias. Who's at the top? Oh, Gary Danielson. The totem pole of hatred. <laughs> Danielson. And then bias. Bias. Who after that? I don't know. I'd have to. I'd, I'd have to. Uh, Matt uh, Stinchcomb. Jordan. Jesse Jordan Palmer. Jordan Rogers. Jordan Rogers. He'd, he'd be way up there. He's actually not that bad. It's just that, you know, he played for Vanderbilt, which makes him unbearable. How do you feel about McElroy? He's a little twerp. Yeah. He is. What makes it more maddening is usually he's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'll he'll get a little homerish about Bama. Vols are a five and a half point favorite tomorrow night, according to FanDuel. About that. Kind of surprised that line's out already, but uh, okay, okay. I figured it would have been a little bit more since they've lost what four or five, and they're missing Jalen Williams. Maybe missing Jalen Williams. He will travel with the team. Make it nasty. 
It needs to be borderline dangerous. Where the hell's Geraldo been? APB out for Geraldo. We've got three SEC games tonight. Number three, uh, 16th ranked. Kentucky is a four and a half point underdog on the road at the hump tonight. Four and a half points. The Humpty Hump. Suddenly resurgent Mississippi State. They a win tonight, and all of a sudden they're they're on that bubble, boy. Who state? Yeah. I thought I saw them as in, but maybe I was mistaken. They, I, maybe I'm. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't keep up with who's on the bubble anymore because I know we're in. And that's, I, we we used to have to, Russell. Yeah, I used to. Keep, you used to have used to, to be, be very familiar. <laughs> know all their schedules yeah. and like, all right, if we need this and this, and it looked like uh, that. I'm more it's looking sunny at, scene. I'm more obsessed with like what Arizona is doing and Purdue. Yeah, and, how do we get the number one seed? Yeah, that's true, man. Uh, Georgia's at LSU tonight. And a game that, if it broke out in my driveway, I would shut the curtains. 14 and 13 Arkansas hosts 7 and 20 Vanderbilt tonight down in Hogland. That's a real doozy. Arkansas is a 10.5 point favorite. I will watch something on regular television before I'd watch that game. Number four, Shohei Otani needed just three exhibition at-bats to show what a $700 million man can do for the Dodgers to run ding-dong in his first game-wearing Dodger blue today. Worked a full count in the fifth inning before going opposite field off Dominic Leone. <laughs> Dominic Leone. Couldn't do what Garrett Crochet did and sit Otani down looking. Not many people have done that. Number five, after the Knicks escaped a 113-111 thriller with the W over the Pistons last night, in large part because of an obvious missed foul call with eight and a half seconds left when New York guard Dante DiVincenzo, remember him? Oh, yeah. Plowed into Detroit forward Osar Thompson. I don't remember him. Pistons coach Monty Williams delivered a tirade over what he deemed a season's worth of mistreatment from officials. Quote, the absolute worst call of the season, Williams said. <laughs> a few minutes after the game, he arrived in the media room with, uh, before any reporters could get there and did not answer any questions after issuing his statement about the game's final sequence. Quote, no call and enough's enough. We've done it the right way. We've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. Uh, I don't know if you should expect much help when you're the worst team in the league. Uh, the Pistons are now 8-49 and 49 on the season. They are chasing the worst record in the history of the NBA, and I'm sure he doesn't want that, so he's trying to stick up for uh, himself and his guys. But it's a bad call, but you're, you're just a really bad team. You also have a coach named Monty. We had a coach named Monty. We did. We did. I knew Football. a guy. I grew up with a guy named Monty. Oh. I mean, I, I knew a Monty once. He used to buy us beer when we were in college and couldn't, weren't old enough to buy it ourselves. Shouts out, Monty. Shout out, Monty. Is it Monty or Maury? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Maury. So, uh, poor basketball officiating, not simply a collegiate epidemic. This is at all levels. No, and it, it was pretty bad it was like a tackle that just went uncalled and then loose ball 
Your Knicks get it throwing a layup with, I don't know, like a second or two left. That is the top five at five. It's brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go for all my dental work. They take great care of me and my family at Knoxville Smiles. They would love to take great care of you and yours. Just give them a call at 865-539-1776 to set up your appointment today. You can also do it online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Everything from routine dental cleanings to implants, they do it all right there at their state-of-the-art West Knoxville facility. You can take a tour online virtually right now. KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Be sure to tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. Setting up our final third hour here of the show this afternoon. Just getting ready for the brucening. Tomorrow at Thompson Bowling. Got to make it nasty, man. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time, man. I thought that was Bear's thing. I mean, I knew it. I just didn't want to step on his. Yeah. Step on his. That's awful considerate of you. Thank you. I try. I mean, uh, we've, we've, we've got four to. really tough games here. One at a time, man. Let's beat – Yeah, go all in on tomorrow night. Let's get that W. And get then, up here, Bruce. It's, it's it's your turn in the grinder, baby. We don't love you anymore. No. I'm showing you love for Bruce Pearl. I don't people like give him a round of applause. No, boo him. Boo this man. Boo! It's ironic because we kind of – we didn't boo him, but we bruised him when he was here. It sounded like boos. Now everyone just they're not. Them. Those aren't Bruce's you hear. Those are no, boos. boos. <laughs> they're not saying Bruce. It's, they're it, booing his you. Son wishes they booing he'd your gone ass. to Auburn and his, you know. War Eagle Karen's sister. Yeah. They booing your ass. She can sing, though. Voice of an angel. It's incredible, dude. But we're booing her tomorrow. Yeah. War Eagle Karen. Yes, we love your singing voice. But we're going to boo you. You think she makes the trip tomorrow? I don't She said last time she wasn't coming I'm back. never coming back. Boo Bruce, boo his son, boo his daughter, boo Brandy. If you see Brandy, severe, nice Severeville girl. Hell with that. Boo her. She's the enemy now. Borderline dangerous. That's the way the atmosphere. Tennessee fans did great Saturday night. It really shone through on television. The atmosphere, the people who were there said you could feel it, the electricity in the building until it needs to be that way. The minute they walk out on that court, 7 p.m., two hours, keep it up. Make it nasty. Is there any event, specialty, gimmick thing this weekend? Bruce Pearl's in town. That's all you need to know. Just making sure. I, I, that's yeah. probably why they wouldn't. Like, we're not giving him the benefit of the Well, you just don't, you just don't need a gimmick. Yeah. You just show up, scream, I, scream until you I'm don't have a it. voice and – Hopefully we win. Hopefully the boys will take care of business. I want to see Tobey Awaka punish that Johnny Broom kid. I don't like him. Drop one of those Alabama people's elbows. No. Did you not. see that guy on Ole Miss? Did it no suspension Did he at all? Get a suspension. I thought it was. Uh, it was. It was. I'm not gonna sit here and say it was worse. It was every bit as bad. And we're really lucky the other kid from the other team didn't get hurt like Folky did. Yeah. But it was every bit could have been every bit as bad as that. Oh yeah. Could have rearranged your face. Was there only that one angle from kind of behind? Because I, I wanted I've to seen. see like where exactly. I, I don't know Dude, how he landed. He landed his his forearm right. and elbow right up aside. I've I've seen that in some bars around town before. I've seen it a few times. Seen it in Muay Thai fighting. He's got an elbow right in the kisser. Oh. Huh. You get a lot this of this is SEC basketball. Yeah, yeah you get a lot of torque, <laughs> and you, 
not I mean, you good. Break somebody's face? No, no suspension. They threw him out of the game. No suspension for that. That blow. That so blew my mind. It was uh, fairly uh, early in the game. I guess. I mean, common foul at, play on. After the Alabama thing, I don't think you could give him an extra game after already kicking him out of this one. They let that guy throw three elbows. Physical game. Man's game. Contact sport. Speaking of which, I went down. Uh, um, I've discovered, man, in the NBA YouTube rabbit hole, you could spend hours in there. Old man NBA Dude, YouTube. I watched uh, Akeem Olajuwon's greatest, five greatest on-court fights. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you went to – he didn't care. The dream. I'd forgotten back in the Guy 80s. I grew up with no shoes in Nigeria, man. You think he's afraid of Xavier McDaniel? Dude, it was uh, – all of them happened in the playoffs, too. One of them happened in the damn finals. But, like, he's standing there, Rick, something at Alt or just some great big huge white center. And he set up, like, on defense, you know, like, in the paint. Kim Olajuwon's just kind of moving towards him. And, dude, he reaches from way back behind him and just slaps this guy right in the face. That knocks him down. Head on a swivel. The dream was mean. Not advocating for any of that, but uh, a good hard a walk of foul just to send a message tomorrow night. I'm cool with it. I'm here for it. This team needs a goon. This team needs an enforcer. Do you miss the days when they would like? Because now they'll get up and they'll run, they'll jaw and stuff. But they're they all know that they're getting pulled apart. Like like back in the day, like it'd go from like just a couple of bad words to. Holy crap, he's punching him in the face. It's like a lot the biggest less, stars. There'd be a lot less talking if you knew that there was a likelihood you get punched in the face for running that mouth. There's something to be said for being punched in the face. I, mean, I, I, I always knew that line. I, I, I was very aware of the line. You don't. Like, I'm not going to – I don't want to be punched in the face. doesn't look like fun. I watched a lot of wrestling and boxing and stuff like that growing you up. You will walk right up to the edge. I know exactly where that line is. I'll walk – I'll peer over the other side like, hmm, that doesn't look like a good place to be. I think I'll stay on this side of the line. But, like, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like people don't know the line anymore. Then you end up on YouTube. Knocked out in the gutter with some dude in the background going, world star. Or at street fight vids. <laughs> In my for you category, I like watching it when the when the when the ladies see a skirt knock a guy out in a bar. Mm. It's incredible. A skirt. Oh, wow, man. Wow. Don Draper over here. Matthew, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, how we doing, Houston? Five point four. Do you believe, sir? Do you believe? It's a tough stretch of games, Matthew. I don't know. I'm hopeful. Uh, what, what, this is the Awaka bet. Awaka's yeah. got to get me to six points on the season. M- Matthew, did we set this at regular season or entirety of the season? Do you remember? I, I believe the fine lines were when the season is done. So if, if this magical run goes into the postseason, I think you still have Is it 5.4? That's what he's at. Yes. 5.4. No, it's six. Oh, you've got to get to six. He he moved up from oh, five point okay. one to five point four this week. Due so, to his expanded role in the offense, and I know. His, his, he's shooting his the the big thing that's helping him out, and I really helping him on the minutes is he's one of our better free throw shooters. Yep, so what is what good. is what do you need these last five? What do you need him to average the last four games regular season games? Probably like eight. Eight, eight would definitely do it. You think so? 
maybe nine. I'd have to go and, and math it you, out. You, you need like a 16-point outburst somewhere well, in there. Well, what killed me is earlier in the season he played a game where he went – it was after he hurt, hurt his ankle. Yeah. And he went one time up and down the floor, and he just like pulled himself out of the game. He was just like, I can't. But that counted, and he didn't even get a shot attempt. He was in for 32 seconds. Killed me. God, if you win that bet, we're all going. And you're ordering the biggest <laughs> steak on the menu, my friend. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, listen, I don't have too much to talk about, but I did want to just point out one last laugh. And I, I say that with good love and, and, and laughter at our good friend, Mr. Adam Hickman. Um, for those that don't know, he's a big fan of Zakai Ziegler so much that he yeah. has continued to back down on his bet that Zakai Ziegler is not one of the top point guards in the country, nor this conference. Um, as, as, as we all are aware, you know, he, he brought us Dalton Connect. He's, he yep. he he, should, he, he absolutely 100% did not and his <laughs> asinine Zakai Ziegler take is what really a, what began his descent. Your former coworker is out here disparaging Zakai Ziegler? Did he did it last summer? What the hell is wrong with that guy? Is, uh, is he born stupid or what did he drop on his, his head? His exact words were I'm small, everybody likes me and my house burnt down. He's, what an idiot. It's not that he doesn't like Zakai. He hates how much everybody else loves Zakai, which what is a really idiot. weird, like, guys what? averaging oh. eleven points a game, leading the league in assists. He's one of the best point guards in the country. Uh, his attitude and the way he carries himself uh, could not be more tailor fit for this this fan base's. We've had short guards that can't play before. Right? Yeah. Nobody liked him. Okay, we we love this kid because he gives a hundred ten percent effort every time. He goes out there. He's a baller, and he talks smack and backs it up. I was thinking about this. You know, you know how we love – one of the things we loved about Pearl was how the press would net you four to eight easy points a game. Right. Just easy. And, like, Ziegler gives you that. You're going to get four free points. He plays 30 points. You're going you're gonna to get four freebies just off backcourt steals that he creates by himself with no help. From any by by just being a pest, never giving up on a play, and and knowing exactly yeah. when to to step in front of the pass. He's he's like a he he's never this, this not show, paying attention. We we do not tolerate Matthew not for one second Zakai Ziegler slander Mm-mm. on this show, never. Well, look, I, I think it's at the end of the day whether you're you know, I, I get it's a it's an act for him, and he I love him to death. He's a great guy. He's funny. But at the point, if you're going to – got to give him credit. If you're going to, you know, double down on something, at least, you know, can be consistent. And he has been. You know, he's been consistently as consistent as they can be with, you know, the fact that he tried to then make his argument that, you know, he went one for eight in the two games versus A&M. But, you know, I will say to the, to the pro-way Taylor argument that he's mad about is the fact that Buzz Williams and those boys are probably going to be in the NIT now. Mm-hmm. Whereas our boys will at least be dancing. So I'll end it with this. You know, I'm interested, you know, Russell, you and Bear are seasoned Vol fans. Houston, you're getting up there. We love you, buddy. But uh, when you think about the point guard position at Tennessee, um, where does Sakai sit at as far as the greats like CJ, Jordan Bone, a lot of the point guards that we've heard about over the years? We've had a lot of great ones. But where will Sakai cement himself? All when depends. He's all said and done. 
All depends on how this season plays out and in, in how his senior year plays out. Yeah, he's on a great trajectory. I mean, obviously, C.J. Watson played for a long time in the NBA. Jordan Bowen was was drafted. I would throw Tony Harris into that mix. Good college point guard, yep. re, yeah. Yeah, really good college point guard. We, we've had a couple come through here over the years, but Z, Ziegler might not be as big or as fast or as uh, quick or as good a shooter or, you know, but – uh, just like right now, for me, like uh, if, if Bone or Watson had the the heart of of Ziegler, I mean, <laughs> good grief! But yeah, I mean that's the great thing about Ziegler of, uh, is he's got a whole nother season even after this one. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I, he reminds me a little bit, and not in any way physically, but he just kind of a like Bobby B Mays. Got a little bit of that dog in him too. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, Matthew. Anything else? No, sir. Hey, y'all have a great rest of your night. Just remember, Houston, 5.4. Have a great one. Go ball. It's getting close. We really really need to pick up that win. Be a win for the show. It'll be a win for intelligence. Intelligence. Competence, (laughs) yes, absolutely. Ziegler slander. Oh, it was bad. I can't even imagine. That was when you were on vacation, and he got froggy. And it was it was on our show. Uh, it was on the morning it, show. He came in. He said it before our show started. He was oh, hanging out. Oh, he is. He didn't say that on the air. Yeah, yeah. I he did because I oh called him God. into the studio and dared him to say it, and then a fool. I threw him out of the station. I just tossed him. I mean, Houston, like, I feel like you bear some responsibility at that point. He's representing your show, the now defunct Three and Out, like. I don't know if if there are anybody if Tucker Harlan's running around bad mouthing Ziegler, I'd fire him immediately. Yeah, just like you, don't, strict, don't even be, don't even get your stuff. Like we we we'll you got anything at the you. station? We'll mail it to you. We, you're not welcome here anymore. Don't show your face. Just get out. You think I'm kidding? Hundred percent serious. Right. We went no, all, right. Right. hell. No, we went all in all the time on Zakai Ziegler. At the first game we saw that kid play, the following Monday on the drive, he's been the drive's favorite player. And he's earned it. There will be no slander tolerated. Period. He takes his team to a Final Four, and, I mean, he's moving to the – his, it is not out of the realm of possibility that his name and number will be hanging in the rafters someday. It's really not. You see him showing up when he's like 50? I'm trying to think though. He'd have to get what a a, a first team All American. You got to play I don't four know years. About the criteria. I, I'm just saying, like, he, if, There's if this team wins a national championship, he's the Al Wilson right, right. of this team. I don't disagree with that. Wow. Quick timeout. The drive continues. More fan run radio coming up. The drive. Fan run radio. The drive continues. Let's go to the phones. Roberto and then Drval. We'll speak this segment. What's up, Roberto? Hey, yeah. I'll uh, I'll try to be brief because we got we got a Hall of Famer behind me uh, hitting cleanup. But I, I wanted to just talk about this Zakai Ziegler hate. It's I an outrage. It's an, it's an outrage. outrage. I I really like Hickman. I, I love that he always had his little sticks and his little things he did to kind of piss people off, and that's fine, whatever. But he I think he legitimately means this. And that's one of the more asinine things I've ever heard him say, and that's that's a list. So, I mean, I love the guy. Don't get me. He's he's a good boy. He's just 
he's that friend that's just uh, a little soft in the head about some stuff. You know, you can't yeah, pick your friends brain. and yeah. So I mean, yeah, the guy, you, know? Deagle, you were you were you were saying he might get his numbers in the rafter number in the rafters. The one that I think he will get is like a significant statistic in Tennessee basketball history or a conference or national. I think he's going to end up being Tennessee's all-time assistant steals leader if he stays if he stays next year. Mm. That would be Where my the guess. hell's he going? He ain't getting drafted in the NBA. He's got maybe a... he tries to go overseas and make some money for his family. I mean, let's not act like. Cut the check, I mean, Spire. I think Zakai's. We, we, we can't Zakai's lose Zakai's. Take care of. Bear, I guess that he could probably leave too. Maybe somebody realizes he's the best point guard in college basketball and offers him way more than we can. You thought about that? Oh, that'd that be happen. that would be such a bad feeling. We ain't losing. No, I don't what are we like, talking about here? Losing season. His mama lives here with his with his family. That's now. true. Yeah, like it, moved that's, him all the way down here from New York. That's what I mean. Like if it did go bad and for some that's reason and he yes, left, exactly. Oh, oh, it feels so terrible. Why even speak yeah. that into existence, Roberto? What are you doing? Just I'm calling a spade a spade. Like life sucks sometimes, Bear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Roberto <laughs> staring we, into the void with we, us. We've reached a portion of your phone calls where I start wanting to cut my arms. <laughs> Hello, darkness, well, um, I'll bring it back to center, though. Like, I do think Zakai Ziegler is, is getting his moment in the sun. Uh, you know, you mentioned you want Tobey Awaka to be, you know, kind of a really badass walking around, and I don't disagree. But it's so funny because every time somebody says that, I just think to myself, I can't believe I'm about to think that we're missing Euros Plasic, but we are. Hmm. Barnes wouldn't have to have had three technicals this year if Plasic was out there adjudicating. Didn't Plasic get teed up in the Auburn game last year? He did the too small so, yeah. thing which, that everybody, everybody does, and they, does and they teed it. him yep. up for that. Yeah, and and you know it's it's going to be so Tennessee for somebody to get ejected from us and get a one game suspension for a hook and hold or something when you've got guys like throwing forearm shivers. Um, but remember, guys, this is really why I called in right here. This is the same SEC office who didn't suspend the kids from Alabama, who didn't suspend an extra game the kid from Ole Miss this week, and who didn't suspend Omar Payne at all. Omar Payne got suspended his next game, which was, uh, forgive me, that the next game was the NCAA tournament game. He got suspended for the first half by his own university. He did not get suspended by the SEC. The SEC is toothless and feckless. Take care. A dude did about cave Folky's head in. Yeah. That was on, like, another level. Like, that wasn't far off of uh... – Silly as this will sound, I put that up there with like the Rudy Tomjanovich. Well, it's just so what cowardly too. Name? Washington Kermit Washington. Kermit Washington. I mean, the kid from the kid from Florida is really, really lucky that uh, it wasn't any worse than it was. Yeah, because I, I, I still, I think you could have made a case for felony assault and battery because it had nothing to do with the game. No, and just such a cowardly way to do it. Like, if you got a problem with somebody and want to square up, okay, a fight's a fight. I'm not for it in a basketball game. But to the no look behind you as the kid's running down the court elbow to just, the eye. Just smash like, what somebody. What are you doing? He smashed his face. He broke, he broke his uh, eye socket and his cheekbone. Smashed! 
Dr. Vall is next. What's up, Dr. Ziegler. <laughs> uh, Chris, I, I watched that last night. I'm going to tell you, the best part of that clip is uh, how the guy reacts to Jackie Robinson hitting his first home run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, darn it. <laughs> he's got another great clip of when he's a football coach, uh, coaching back when they started allowing uh, African-Americans playing. I don't know if y'all watched that one. That yeah, was- Russell showed me some of those skits. I, have, I didn't get to go through them last night, but that's on my short list of uh, – some things to watch. What's it called? You said Gilly and Gilly and Keeves. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got some real. He's got some good ones. Now I was calling in to defend Adam Hickman as somebody who's oh, notorious. Lord. I don't dislike. I don't dislike. I hate short people. Um, I, I will <laughs> say that. Hold on, stop! Like just stop. He's not a midget. Zakai Ziegler is not a midget. He's, he's average. Yeah, he's like average height. Like uh, what, what is like the average American yeah. male height? Like probably right at six feet. Yeah, so right the guy's a little bit vertically challenged. He's not a midget. He doesn't have a pituitary disorder. He's just a little small. He's, he's as tall as half the guys that work at this station. He's short for a basketball player. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is I think that's a dumb take on his part. That, that's not why I like Ziegler. But – Chris, you said he didn't like Ziegler because people like talk about him too much. Is that what you said? Because he people push for him. What, what was it you said? Yeah, he didn't like all the sympathy he got after his mother's house burned down <laughs> with his special oh needs God. nephew. Yeah, he didn't like that and how the basically like the community rallied around him. And then he also was just so happened to be a very good basketball player. What a what a dork bringing out empathy and good. Vibes from our fan base. It's a chance for. I mean, it's, it's it's what we do. See, Milton didn't get that, but like that's why I got tired of Milton. Is the preseason hype around him based off that Clemson game? I was already tired of Milton before the season started. How, how so, did Joe uh, but, Milton get dragged? But into like, this but way? that's What's not that? his fault. Like, what, but that's what makes it so weird. Is it be like with Hickman? It became personal with Ziegler, and it had nothing to do with Ziegler. That was the whole deal with Joe. I, you yeah. know, everybody accused us of being Joe, you know, Slurper Joe's bit. Wasn't that. We just didn't actively hate him. Right. No, no, I don't think y'all were going to drink his bathwater like Phil is with uh, Barnes if he gets to the Final Four. But there were people out there that acted like that, and that, that got a minor. It wasn't nothing personal with Milton. But this is my question for y'all. Now, I started watching Tennessee basketball. Uh, I've told the story. Like, Bruce Ferrell called my brother. He was getting chemo in 05, and they were playing at Memphis, and that was the first basketball game I watched. Y'all have got off three different eras. Who, where would you rank Zakai in terms of best point guards you've seen at Tennessee? Because for me, I think he may be the best. Definitely most fun I've watched. Like, and, again, I started in 05, so I haven't watched as much as y'all. And I'll hang up listening. Best one, I, the one I think is best is is probably B Mays, probably Bobby, CJ. Best point guard in Tennessee basketball history, or, yeah. or that we've seen. Yeah, well, Tony, I got to go with Aliko Dunk here. <laughs> you don't remember Aliko Dunk, do no, you? No, I don't. He we had a what? player. We, we look it up. We had a player. He coaches women's basketball now somewhere. His name was Aliko Dunk. What year was that? Mid-90s, I believe O'Neal signed him. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. I mean, who would you think? Who's the point guard on our Elite Eight team? Kafaris Tears just got a hold of one. Ooh. Smoked one straight through the ether. On the Elite Eight team, Bobby Mays. Yeah. That's 
Oh, that was a rhetorical question. I got it. I mean, that's kind of – Tony Harris was very good. I mean, it's, to me, the greatest what-if in, in Tennessee basketball history. I mean, I know people will say, what if you know Pearl had, had stuck around? But what if Kevin O'Neill had stuck around? I, mean, I know it's a, a super long time ago, but Tennessee basketball is coming off probably the worst five-year run in – maybe modern SEC history. They went 5-25, and 25, Wade Houston's last year. I mean, to say the program was morbid doesn't do it justice. I mean, it, it was broken. Nobody even cared about it. And O'Neal had just taken Marquette to the Sweet 16, beat Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. Here comes this brash Yankee who curses a lot. And, uh, and, and he had nothing. There was no talent that he inherited. Whatever talent he did – inherit he ran off with the exception of Steve Hamer and the first two teams were just not very good at all and I think the third team went to the the NIT but all the while he's recruiting and he signed CJ Black and Charles Hathaway were the first two big ones just Mm -hmm. uh, and Hathaway was the much higher touted Black was the better player but uh, Hathaway was McDonald's All-American um signed those two uh Brandon Wharton ended up being a really nice player Mm -hmm. for him uh, he signed Isaiah Harris. Um, Isaiah Victor, right? I, I mean, Isaiah Victor. Um, and then Tony Harris, who we never got to coach. And he, he, he got brought in all that talent, and Jerry Green just falls face first into this job. Like, he was the – he said at his introductory press conference, I might not be the first choice, but I was the right choice. He was like <laughs> – that's what he said. Uncle Jed. That's what he said. There's also a great facial expression you did. You kind of you kind of looked like him a little bit. The he was at Oregon. He wasn't even that good there. We well, got see, turned down Williams by buddy, right? Yeah, we got turned down by I think Kevin Stallings and Tim Floyd and a couple of other coaches. Maybe, uh, you know, there were maybe Bill Self or uh, Jay Wright. Jay Wright. Yeah, we had flirted with all these big names, and of course, we always hired the dud. We we all these big names we hired we, we flirted with, and we ended up hiring Jerry Green and Buzz Peterson, but. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Green went to four straight NCAA tournaments without lifting a finger with all Did this you, talent uh, that Kevin O'Neill had assembled. And I always wonder, like, what – to get back to DR's point and talking about best point guards in program history, like, Tony Harris was, I mean, just a you know, proverbial five-star recruit back in the day. Could have gone anywhere. O'Neill won a battle for him and just never played with any sort of discipline inside the program. Right. And, practice and on the court and everything and I just wonder if hey, like O'Neal had been a little bit mature and able to hold it together if right. like, he would have gotten out of that team yeah because I mean we, we're in agreement like O'Neal's a coach Tony Harris isn't having those like well, leave, Tony Harris isn't leaving the bench and I, I don't plays. know I mean people will rag on O'Neal and say well the offense was unwatchable it was Conzo ball it was this that the other but O'Neal always said and perhaps he was lying I don't know but he, he said when that second and third year when he was getting the talent in he's like look once we get the players we're going to open it up here we're not going to be scoring in the 40s we're still going to play defense and everything but we're going to have more offense and we just you know he never O'Neal was a head case and yeah I mean, yeah. there's a reason he never had prolonged success anywhere were you at Buzz's introdu- introductory press conference did you cover I that one I don't remember no because no I wouldn't have been well I would have been in school. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, if that tells you anything. 
It was not memorable. Went from But he was Michael Jordan's roommate. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that was we thought that was a selling so point. Michael's he, gonna come to our he, games. He never now. came. In four years, uh, Jordan never showed up. He probably hadn't called him. Jordan probably never gave him his number. Alico Dunk. It's yeah, been a while point. since that name got dropped on this show. Chris Brand was a guard back then. Ooh. Who do you think's the best point guard? In Tennessee history? I mean, you'd have to go with C.J. Watson, wouldn't you? Guy played, what, almost 10 years in the NBA? Five, six, seven years in the NBA? Yeah, if he has, like, if, a, if another year under Pearl. Well, it depends on how you're looking at it. Like, who had the better – if you're just talking about what they did while they were here, how far the team got, that's why I'd go yeah, with Yeah, and that's what makes it tough with C.J. It's like – I mean, Bobby made the Elite Eight, you know, the tournament, point guards – you know, you don't get that. You got to have a great point guard. But I, I think you do have to figure in the the professional career too. Sure. I think that that tells you a lot. And I mean, Chris Lofton is my favorite basketball UT basketball player of all time, and and he never had a cup of coffee in the NBA. But neither did Bobby Mays. No, and like, very I, few I of just, these guys do. I just wonder. You know, we we talked earlier about. If Hobson hits those free throws, that team goes to the Final Four. Well, if C.J. Watson was that team's point guard, right? Yeah, you know we because he only got one year under story. Bruce, right? C.J. got one year. I so I mean, yeah, if, if he gets years two and three instead of you know just his senior year, like especially with the talent that Bruce ended up bringing in. I know a lot of that talent didn't stay for all four years, but where you put Connect right now? That's that's going to be such a hard one to quantify. Just a guy that fell in out of the ether into. Well, if you go to a Final Four, yeah. you talk about elevated status, and and deservedly so because it feels like it's going to be on his back if we get there. I wouldn't say on his back. Where would this team be without him? <clears throat> this team would be in a world of hurt without him, without Zakai, without Jonas. Those are the big three. Don't kid yourself. Uh, well, but don't kid yourself that by putting Z- – and the Zakai love, I think, has been, Derek Dooley noted on the show today, and Adu is having a nice season. Those guys aren't on Connect's level. Connect's a different kind no, of player. he's better than usually – He's the, the SEC it, player of the year. Yeah, and except for, you know, maybe Kentucky, and then I guess the Sears kid it out. I mean, he's usually the best – he's the best player on the floor. He's better than nine other guys that he's playing against. Absolutely. The only team I wonder, you know, Bellingham kid, he's really, really good from Kentucky. Yeah, he just he's. Do you imagine having him on the other side of Connect? We'd never lose again, Houston. <laughs> Quick timeout. That guy still doesn't start, by the way. Yep, he's a bench man. The drive continues. Final segment coming up. Speak now, forever. Hold, hold your peace. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. 546-8200 if you want to chime in. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Band Run Radio, The Drive continues wrapping up on a Tuesday. Yes, Bear, I support all of the uh, Fan Run offerings on the radio dial. I do as well. I don't. Miller, G.I. Jake Show, 
Russ says, like the rest of Knoxville, he does not listen to the gastrointestinal show. Oh, that was not nice at all. Everybody's favorite midday show. Mayhem in the midday. I think if we're all being honest, Marcus Young is carrying that program. Former member of the drive. I guess Jake is too. A couple of my protégés out there spreading their wings 10 to noon right here on Fan Run Radio. What about your boy? That's your guy on that show. Uh, you could make the case that without Brett, the show's not nearly as exciting. How so? Have you heard their show? Yes. When they started arguing, just incredible. It's amazing. It's entertaining. I enjoy it. They just need to get into some different topics. A lot of times it's like LeBron versus Jordan, and then they recycle it a few times. But, you know, sometimes it'll be a Tennessee Those topic. Those timeless ones. I mean, Cowherd goes to that I was well quite say, often. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith has made a career on Jordan versus LeBron, so I'm not going to knock it. I, I do. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I listen to it both hours every day. Sometimes in amazement, but I always enjoy it. Has LeBron ever played in Knoxville? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Uh, no, that would be a that would have been a big deal. Jordan Bird played here. Magic ever play here? You know, it's wild. I don't know. Had he gone to college, we who knows what how that would have changed Ohio State's, you know, seeding or whatever, but better than average chance we would have played him during the the Pearl years. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean we we did I don't know. If, had he gone to college, season, he was we, going to Ohio State. We right? played regular season games against them mm-hmm. up there. Did we ever play them at home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they that came down here. So I want to say we did finally beat them here. Okay. I hate that much. I just remember that. Who was the big? Og, I want to say Ogden, but it's not Ogden. Yeah. Odin? Uh, Odin. Greg, Greg Odin. Greg, Greg Odin. Odin. Who never that did block anything had, in the NBA because he couldn't stop his knees. Just. But that block he had on Ramar Smith. Man. I thought we'd won that game. All, uh, all the Pearl Nistas don't want to admit that. Don't want to remember. They they want to talk about all the things Bruce did here and all the things he's done in Auburn, all the things he didn't do. They don't want to talk about the seventeen point lead he blew in the second half against Ohio State in the Sweet Sixteen. Don't want to bring that up. It's funny it never comes up. They want to talk about Rick Barnes getting screwed over by the officials for because uh, the Case and Edwards kicks his leg out. That'd be a foul on Edwards now. Yes. That's another time where talk Tennessee about that. gets screwed and the rules change. They don't want to talk screwed. about the amazing Bruce Pearl, the best magician I've ever seen, made a 17-point lead disappear in the Sweet 16. Poof, gone. Unbelievable. GTFO. Bruce Pearl. That guy. That freaking guy. Yeah. That freaking guy. I'm not tired of that freaking guy. No, that's not my house. I don't recognize that. That's your son. Are you, oh, well, maybe in the background there. I had. And then he comes out of there like, Does someone want to tell me? Someone want to tell me? Give me a heads up. It's like, you could have just told the truth, you liar. The truth shall set you free. But no, you want to lie. You get to go work for H.T. Hackney for a couple of years. How about that? Yeah. Bruce Pearl. F-O-H. Trey will be our final caller this evening on the program. Hello, Trey. Boy, I came into a good segment, didn't I? Welcome. Let's just let's just let's just you know 
pile on the Bruce hate. I mean, it's 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 time. He got his loving reception the first time he came back, but he did it to himself. That's what I don't get with the Bashers. He did it to himself. He done I it mean, to himself, Trey, hundred percent. And it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that barbecue. Don't don't know. You sell that somewhere else. Exactly. And guys, again, if you ask me who who's you know, I would rather have Auburn or us for the past you know six years. I'm picking us. So I, I just I don't I don't I don't get it, man. And plus, you know, with the Deacon, you've got a program built the right way. This thing's on stable footing. When he leaves, he's not going to burn the house down. I mean, you don't have to worry about any of that. Like he's gonna he's gonna hand off a well-oiled machine to somebody, mm-hmm. and we're and it's just it's just a stupid stupid argument. And he's, he's going to take Bruce Pearl across his leg, and he's going to take his belt off and whip Bruce Pearl's flabby, pasty white ass tomorrow night. Woo! Let's go. Let's be smacking, be big, like big red though? handprint right on right on Bruce's booty. How you feel about that, Philly? Put it in your pipe well, and smoke hey, it. Hey, Philly did say he's rooting for Tennessee tomorrow. I thought that was a big step. He said he would drink Rick Barnes' bath water if he goes to the Final Four. Yes. Hold him to that. We can make that happen. Hey, Coach, uh, we'd like, uh, we have a kind of a bizarre request for you. Hey, we have an in. One of his neighbors happens <laughs> Hell, what to if be. He, uh, what, what if he's aware of Phil's phone calls about him, all the slander? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll give him some bath water. <laughs> he, might, he might go volunteer at the town dump for about 12 hours and take his bath. Uh, <laughs> I mean – Oh, guys. I, I mean, is there? have you ever heard, seriously, have you ever heard of another program as successful as us that have as many people that want our coach fired as they do? Like, seriously, is there any? Is there anything there, out there that parallels? No, I mean, it's absolutely insane. I was toying with the idea of trying to see if I could talk Russ into putting a Barnes approval poll in the field just because I wanted to put a poll in the field. I mean, Kentucky has won a national championship under Cal. Yeah, that was the first one him. that came to mind. But I guarantee, I mean, like, they'll they are an incredibly like loud vocal minority. Yeah, a very narrow minority, and they're the wing nuts. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> like Polish Joe. He's got some kind of like psychological block going back to what the 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 overtime game where we didn't Purdue, start yeah. against Purdue. He just he, he's never going to make it past that. So. I don't know. They're depriving themselves of just a lot of fun and enjoying our our basketball program. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's such an incredibly healthy, successful program, and I couldn't imagine rooting against it. I mean, everything we've had here. I mean, basketball's been a a, a shining beacon most years um, until recently that, that distracted us from the. Yeah, you know the debacle and, that was football. And chances are, whoever replaces Barnes isn't going to be as good as Barnes. I mean, the oh. guy that follows a legend never is. I mean, Bear, that's always been my argument: is whenever they they want to fire Barnes, it's, well, all right, who are you going to replace him with? And you realize it is a lot easier to go down from here than it is to go up. Mm-hmm. Like you sure. realize that, right? There's 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 like a five percent chance that we probably you know get a coach that elevates us above this. There's probably a 95% chance that we do the same or worse, and probably worse. And people forget about – there's a lot of stuff that, as a Tennessee fan that we never, ever 
thoughts that never cross our mind. We never have to worry about certain things because of who our head coach is. And it's the stuff that I, I value. Absolutely. I'm there with you, Bear. Wasn't what I was going to call in about today. I was going to call in about, you know, the whole – I was going to make fun of Duke a little bit, but this is a better topic. I'd, yeah, r- I'd rather pick on the Bashers the day before the Auburn game. Well, on that Love note, Trey, we got to run. Love you too, brother. Have yourself a wonderful evening. For Bear and Houston, I'm merely Russell Smith. Overtime headed your way next on many of these fan-run affiliates. We'll do it again tomorrow here on The Drive.